Hello everyone, we're back! I'm Carla and that's Lauren. Hello! And this is Chirping with ABA Owl, Season 2, Episode 6. Did you miss us? I'm sure you missed us. Disclaimer, these are our thoughts and experiences. We are not claiming to know everything. We are only speaking from our empirical practice and we love sharing things with you guys. Um, anything to discuss from the previous episode? I that have was ages no ago. No idea what our last episode even was, <laughs> Carla. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it was the introduction to training staff. Oh no, I don't think I've anything to add. I quite liked that episode. Yeah, same. Well, to be honest, guys, we've been resting. We need a rest. We yeah. need a bit of a break once in a while, you mm-hmm. know. All right. So, anything you guys, the listeners want to tell us feel free to communicate any you know topics questions you can email us at aba aba.owls.uk at gmail.com you can contact us through our website www.abaowls.com or on instagram at aba underscore owls or on facebook at aba owls Oof. yeah all the aba all the owls. owls all the owls yes so our topic for today, guys, is the GROW model, which we will explain more in a bit, just what that all stands for and all the information about it. Um, Con and I, well, I, we were talking about why we chose this topic or why we wanted to do it, and we, we really enjoy learning about new resources that are useful for us, okay, for us to use and to share with, with everybody, and we always want to bring everything back to ABA. So we're going to talk about um, general stuff and then how we apply to our stuff, um, our ABA work every day. But we figured people might appreciate learning about this model because we found it really helpful. Just another disclaimer, because we want to make double, double, <laughs> double, triple, you know, quadruple time sure, that we also like to state that this episode is not about training people on the GROW model. We are simply gathering all the information that is available online and communicating it in this episode. Um, we're not receiving any income or profit from this episode. We just found it helpful and we wanted to share our thoughts and experiences with you guys. Yeah, yeah and and we, we don't want any litigation against No, no drama. <laughs> we don't have Aust- money. We don't make money. Yeah, anything. exactly. The Australians <laughs> say that no dramas. We just want no drama. Thank you. No dramas. So we're going to talk a bit about what the GROW model is, what it's about, how it was developed. So... It was developed in the 1980s, so the 80s, in the UK, by business coaches Graham, 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 help me, Graham, 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 Alexander, Alan Fine, and Sir John Whitmore. And if you go to the official website, which is www.performanceconsultants.com, then slash grow hyphen model, they go into more details about the history of the Grow Model. We'll put the website on our um, on when we publish this episode. We'll put it on the details on the yeah, iTunes, blurb, yeah, then. the blurb, and maybe on Insta, etc. So mm. you might have noticed that we did an extra disclaimer just now, uh, and that is because on the website it's mentioned that Grow is copyrighted, but I think that applies to businesses who want to use it. I'm I'm not sure it applies to individuals at home. You know, because there's a lot of information online. So there's an email or contact form provided if you want to seek permission to use Grow in your business or organization. Because I think when it's a business or like training other people, that's when you need permission, I believe. Um, so now, what does Grow stand for? 
So G is for goal, R is for reality, O is for options or obstacles, and the W means will. So first up, goal, the G in the grow. So sometimes it's something that you aim for. A goal is something that's inspiring. It doesn't have to be measurable or detailed. And some people, for example, have the goal of being happy. Others want to be artists or become carpenters. And, you know, goals are different for everyone. Reality, pretty straightforward. What is the current situation? For example, little time for X, Y, Z tasks. That's um, reality. Options or obstacles. All right, so this this is where I think there's a bit of... I don't want to say, is it not cross paths, but maybe cross wires, like discrepancy? I mean, when Lauren and I were trained, we were taught this section is about obstacles standing in your way. But on the, on the official website, they mention options. And I've seen in other places that where they call the, the oh, obstacles as well. Um, but the performance consultant's website, the official website, says, and I quote, explore the options moving forward and an example of a question you could ask yourself in this section is how would you ta tackle this if time wasn't an option so i think you can use both obstacles or options lastly will the w what is achievable and measure what sorry what achievable and measurable steps will you take towards your goal so these steps should be something you will commit to and don't worry about setting up loads of targets. It's better to do a few, but achievable, rather than a lot. It's, it's quality over quantity here, guys, that people should aim for, in my opinion. I think when you do quantity over quality, it's, it, it, go, it, it, it doesn't go well. And also, you can... Yeah, you can, I agree. Yeah, and you can't have quantity and quality in equal measures. You just can't, sorry. Mm. Unless you have all the time... Unless you're like a... Men in Black agent, where the, how long were their days? 38 hours or something, or 32 hours. Remember yeah. when they're like, oh, the day here is... And also, you probably need help with bigger things. Because if, if you didn't have an issue with progressing forward, you wouldn't need a tool with this, this kind of tool. If you didn't, if it was easy enough to do, you wouldn't really need to break it down and all that kind of thing. So maybe it is for bigger things because it actually helps you see giving you structure around it yeah know, yeah 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 a structure is very you know important I mean? yeah yeah i agree and now how to use it as we mentioned on the official website <laughs> the growth steps are mm -hmm. described yes yeah, like no litigation please uh the steps are exactly. des <laughs> the steps are described and they also provide training for people who want to be coaches and for those who want to use grow themselves and if you go on youtube and you type the grow model mind tools a video will come up and it has like a green plant like a cartoon or drawing or whatever and this video does talk about the growth steps so i'll we'll put the link in i we have here the youtube link again we'll put in the blurb if you guys are interested we'll do all that shenanigans um and yeah I, that was my bit just the what it is and how to use it and i'll pass the floor on to lauren thanks Okay, thanks, Carla. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about why you should use it and then some relations to ABA because mm. obviously we like to bring everything back to us yeah. and our field, which we're very passionate about sharing information about. 
Okay, so why should you use Grow? We find, like, when we did the training, that Grow is really good, a good tool to create clear and achievable steps towards the end goal. As we said before, if there's a big thing you want to work towards, sometimes it's hard to get started. So this kind of structure gives you, it makes it less daunting, and it gives you more um, ways of seeing how you can move forward without having to worry about the huge, big step. So... You know, we really like that it reminds this one, it kind of reminds us of ABA type ways of breaking down goals. And I'm sure you've heard us saying it a thousand times into small achievable steps. Okay, so I think everyone can relate to this or has been in a situation that's similar where the goal just seems like out of reach and you don't know where to start. Um, You just don't know. It seems like you're looking at a mountain and you think, I don't know where. All you got to do is take that first step. Um. And I think the sense of overwhelmingness, if that's a word, or like the sense yeah. of it being overwhelming, mm-hmm. can also make us feel less motivated because you you can't you aren't going to achieve it next week. You're going to achieve it maybe in three years' time or a year's time. Yeah. So you know it's hard to stay motivated or stay on the track. Like I'm sure we felt we felt a little bit about this when we started our masters, isn't it? It's like you don't even think about the end stuff. You just think about this term or this module or this thing and then you move towards the next things you know isn't it Carla like we didn't think about the big end end thing yeah I agree yeah and the same with supervision hours you know like it seems like so Uh... big when you when you're looking at it it's just it's too much so you just keep chipping away at that tiny thing you know step by step one foot in front of the other really helps helps you move in the right direction and for the supervision, even like I, and I've offered this to other tutors that I have, like if they want, if, none of them, because I think it's so overwhelming when you start. And I did say, look, mm. you really need to organize your supervision hours. And of course, people yeah. will listen to you. But like, if I, if I could take go back to when I start supervision, I would have done it a bit differently because then I would have, and I, yeah. and as you know, I, I actually organized a lot, but I would, uh, you know, when you're fixing the kinks in your, um, mm. you know, in your system and I'm like, oh, actually, if I had mm. planned for this and this and that, I'd actually would have, you know, been able to utilize it much better than yeah what I did. Yeah. As opposed to just ticking a box, like you really wanted to, yeah, I feel like you really yeah. learned from that using that technique or whatever yeah I get you yeah, yeah um that's what I'm also I'm trying to think about like when in, when you doing supervision with others like I'm really trying to make sure that they're really trying to get it and not just tick it's like what I, I want you to be yeah. able to use all this stuff that's why we learn about it all that's why it's part of experience what I meant was no actually to that I feel like I learned what to do it was more of the how do I explain this so for example um I feel like sometimes I wasted time, like I, because I find yeah, that the best no, system was you. to do, yeah was to do restricted and unrestricted time. You know what? Let's just do an episode on supervision hours in the future. Let's just yeah, move it's a on. Good idea. Yeah, yeah let's, let's move on. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was a good example for our reference point, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, you know, going back to keeping you motivated towards a bigger goal. I mean that this being you know that being said, the founders of Grow also advise that on their website that the mod the model should be used in conjunction with other tools. Yay ABA! So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we might be able to do in conjunction with those kind of things. But they mention like fundamental coaching skills as one of those things. So. And I quote fundamental coaching skills. But since, you know, we're not business coaches, we rely on ABA. So we, we can use our ABA expertise to to buffer up 
the kinds of things but you know you need as Carla said and our disclaimers and all that like you need training in order to use grow properly um so please do go onto the website and make sure that you guys are schooled in all these kinds of things because it really does help you become a bit you know move towards your goals better when you understand the whole system and how it fits together and how you can use it to support your vision um okay so grows relation to aba so how can we do this without getting ourselves in trouble let's let's go for it so okay this is where we can sort of swim comfortably because we know about aba so let's address what is similar between grow and aba so number one they both look at the current situation grow calls it reality and aba calls it baseline so what are we where are we at now what information do we need to know where we're going how are we going to improve it okay number two they both use achievable and measurable steps towards the end goal goal okay grow calls it will and aba we call it kind of the intervention what are we doing to make the situation better okay well how is our intervention going to increase or decrease behaviors we want to see more of or decrease behaviors we want to see less of we quite like grow due to these similarities okay but we also need to recognize that they're differences and that's why they have different terms and have different professions okay number one ABA doesn't use vague goals, okay? We're very, we like to define everything so people understand what we mean, okay? So in GROW, a person can set up a goal such as being happy, but what does that look like? I don't know. Me me being happy and Carla being happy and my cat being happy are very different. Uh So, you know, (laughs) but in ABA, it's harder to use goals like this, okay? It's not impossible but we would like to look at like how happy looks to this person. So we've got to describe it well enough so the audience that's reading this content or using it understands what we mean. Okay, so we need to make it clear and more measurable um, in terms of its definition. Happiness means that things, you know, means different things to different people, as I mentioned earlier. So we could always tailor that that the main goal in terms of being more specific and being clear. For that person. So ours is, I think, very individualistic in that way. Number two, indifferences. Whilst growth separates, separates options or obstacles, you know, we talked about this earlier, and will separate them into parts, okay, ABA is more likely to combine the two. For example, on their website, Grow Founders gave the following question, example for options or for obstacles. How would you tackle, so quote, how would you tackle this if time wasn't a factor? In ABA, we would use this information given from options and convert it into targets, okay? Whilst Grow has people separating them into two categories, ABA is more likely to do this in one go because we want to make it as easy as possible, holistic, together, okay? You know, as an ABA practitioner, you can separate them, you know, if you want to, it's up to you, but this is, you know, especially helpful when you're setting new targets, but as you become more fluent and you get more au fait with all the things, you find it might be easier just to, you know, um, set them all up, the questions and the options, etc., before deciding on targets, because then you have a clearer picture of where you're going yeah. or where you are at. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how they're similar and different. Um, yeah, and thanks, I think. I yeah, think is there anything that... you wanted to add there, Carla? Not really. You did it perfectly. So I'll just go into end thoughts. Like you know, as you guys noticed, this was a super short flash episode, um, and we wanted to discuss something that's a bit outside of ABA, but that can be used for ABA. And but also, we also had to be a bit careful because we don't want people to <laughs> to come after <Yeah>. us. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
so that's why it's so short sorry guys but we did we do think it's a very useful tool um and it's really good so do have a look on their official website on the youtube video we mentioned again for your reference the website is www.performanceconsultants.com slash grow hyphen model and for the video you can go to youtube and type the grow model mind tools and the video comes up with a green plan, like we said, and it does talk, and you know, this video does talk about the growth steps. Uh, we'll put everything on the blurb, but yeah, we just that uh, that's me done. I think I'm done. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think in terms of influence for me is I think the grow model has helped me personally and as well as professionally. Um, you know, we received official training when we were working for an organization to help us um be better at coaching or helping our teams and working together but kind of this model stays with you you know this is one of the reasons I'm really glad that Carla and I discussed it in the podcast episode because it's such a good tool and we feel that it complements our ABA training really well you know despite having our training and grow many years ago we still remember it Mm -hmm. and we know how to use it and it's specifically useful when managing expectations and how to scale up or down your plans. Carl yeah. and I use it all the time for our things, you know. I think it just helps us. Um, it helps you like like a map. It's like a journey map, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. Cool. I think Grow is really cool. Thank you for listening. And please p- feel free to email us. As we mentioned before, it's aba.owls.uk at gmail.com. Or you can message us on Instagram. That's at ABA underscore owls if you have a particular topic you would like us to address and also if you just want to get hold of us we really really do appreciate when we hear from you guys and we're more than happy to send messages backwards and forwards you know so thank you so much for people who do send messages and if you'd like us to tackle any sort of topics get hold of us guys and we really like to hear from you yeah we do reply to emails and also they're yeah yeah people have asked us about supervision and home programs and we always reply and send um you know, said like, look at this, look at that. So we're quite happy to reply. Yeah. Um, our next episode will be on the first Monday. Uh, oh, actually, yes. So our next Owls episode. Sorry, like this has been a long break. Our next Owls episode <laughs> will be on Monday, the fourth of April, and then the Hoot Chronicles for this month, March, is coming out in two weeks on the thirty twenty first of March, the the first day of spring. Um, mm. yeah. Uh, autumn for us. Oh, yeah. yeah, autumn for you. Well, it's my wedding anniversary, fall, isn't it? if you're in our American audience. Oh, yeah. We, they call it fall. Because the leaves fall. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Beautiful time of the year. I know. And if you have a moment, please rate, like, and subscribe to us. Uh, rumor has it that it helps us get more listeners. We're chirping with ABA Owls on iTunes and on Instagram and Facebook, Podbean as well. And thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, have I told you? We have people listening in Russia. Really? Sure. Thanks, guys. I hope you understand us. We spoke, speak quite quickly. They do. I'm sure they do. They're, you know, they're English. English is, I think, I don't know. It's, I think it's an easy language to learn. English. You know what I mean? I don't know. Actually, yeah. Compared to Russian, absolutely. <laughs> Russian's and really to Portuguese, hard. <clears throat> and to Portuguese and Greek, I mean... Yeah, I suppose. Um, 
Arabic, Mandarin, like, I mean, in comparison, whoever yeah. speaks these languages. Yeah. I think English is hard because there's no rules. Like, there, there's always an exception to rule because it's an amalgamation of many languages. Obviously, in England, there were a lot of, you know, different settlers from all over. So... I think that's why it's so complicated because there, it's a whole bunch of different rules that are thrown together. It's not just one set of rules. It's not very pure as a language. I I didn't find English. I, I remember learning English when I was eight because my that, my parents put me in English school. Mm. Um, and when I even growing up, like I would always get along better with the structure of English than Portuguese because people okay. say, "Oh, your Portuguese writing is really weird," and but in English it was fine, so I'm maybe the way, because I learned it so early. Maybe mm. my brain just chose the system it preferred. I, but I don't know. It's isn't Portuguese also really amalgamation of lots of different stuff? Because it's not purely Latin based, hey? Because otherwise it'd be a lot uh, more like Spanish. No, because it because Portuguese, yeah, because it has Arabic um, influence. Yeah, yeah, we have a we have a mix. But for example, grammar wise, so yeah. the words are written the word the way they sound. So that's yes. a thing. It's very rare to have a word that's not the way it, it's that doesn't yeah, sound phonetic. the way it's written. Yeah, yeah, we and we don't even study phonetics in Portugal. Yeah. They don't teach you phonetics. It's just you just read the word. Um, but for example, grammar wise, for example, here we say. A pink umbrella. Hmm. In Portuguese, we would say umbrella pink. So it's like yeah. it's swapped the other way around. So Afrikaans is like that too, you know. Um, the basically the yeah. form of Flemish and Dutch that the Afrikaans people in South Africa speak. It's similar. So you will say instead hmm. of saying I threw a stone at you, like in English, in Afrikaans they say I throw yeah. no, I throw you with a stone. So it's the other. Oh. The, it's the it's the the yeah the way it's formulated is different. See, I always found English, like, I remember once being in school year six, and again, I had English school, English lessons after school, but I remember my English, English teacher, Lauren, and they said something, and I didn't want to say, any, I didn't say anything, but he said it wrong, he, he taught it wrong, but like, I'm not, by then, I was already conscious enough, I can't just be correcting this professor, like, this teacher in front of the whole class, um, but like, yeah, he taught it yeah. wrong, and I was just like, okay, um, I don't know, like, I always found English, for me at least, I always found it easier to learn. Um, and also I like okay. TV shows and reading and stuff. And, like, I got to a point where yeah, I was I like, suppose. You get yeah, a lot of exposure. Yeah, well, during A-level... Obviously, I found English easy because it's my language. So, it's, for me, it's very easy. <laughs> I mean, in Portugal, books are really expensive. And it was halfway through my, you know, I think A-levels or secondary school, whatever, high school, whatever people call it. And I just start... I just stopped reading... Like... Unless it was for class, I would not read in Portuguese. Yeah. I would just buy English books because they were so much cheaper. Like, and when I say cheaper, like, like instead of paying, I don't know, 10 euros for a, a book, I would pay yeah. two for the same book. Really? But in English, yeah. Because in Portugal, it's really expensive to read. Like, it's because they translate everything and everyone... Yeah, I, It's exactly. super, ex super expensive. I don't understand. It's so expensive. Uh, it's like a, it's almost like a mm. luxury to be a reader in Portugal. Unless you go to the library, it's a luxury to buy books yeah. in Portugal, to be honest. Sure. See, oh, well, guys, quite interesting, hey? Yeah, welcome to our language lesson. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> I'm always interested in why things evolve. Maybe because I'm a behaviorist. I want to understand reasons why things happen. So I always I always ask people, well, why did you, why is it like that? And they just look at me. So like Carla will tell me a Portuguese word and I go, what does that mean? Why did they choose that? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> why, 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 why? Why, why? Because like we have Natal. Okay, so uh, my, my state or my county or however you reference it is called Natal. And mm-hmm. Natal in Portuguese means Christmas, right? Yeah. Yes, it does. Okay, because I think that Vasco da Gama, who is a Portuguese man, and am I saying his name? No, he's right? not, not Portuguese. No one. Oh, no, wait, no. I'm thinking he's Columbus. Not. No, Vasco da Gama is Portuguese. I was thinking about Columbus. Columbus, yes. is, there's a debate on no, Columbus. No, no, no. We had Vasco da Gama. Yeah, yeah, and Vasco he da Gama is Portuguese, yes. Natal, yeah. And I think he discovered Natal on Chris, around Christmas time. That's why he called it Natal. Was it? Oh, I didn't know that. See? I think so. That's To me, that would make the only that would make sense. Yeah, I believe that. I don't know why. Yeah. The thing is, discover. Yeah. I always hate that word. You know why? Because it was already there. You know what I mean? Like, he just came across mm. it and decided, oh, I'm going to plant my flag here. And it's like, well, there's also already people there. Yeah. You nasty. Yeah. Like, honestly. Exactly. No, but people don't yeah. know this. But, but you know, the... Portuguese were ruthless. Like, Portuguese ruled the world in the 1500s. Oh, yeah. And they would go and they conquered countries. And they were very rich. And now it's the shambles we all know. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of empires have fallen. Here. Yeah, they all fall. How... They all fall. Yeah. And interesting that some have maintained their empire status and under what conditions? Like, what do they have to do? Do you know what I mean? I find it really interesting. Yeah. Um, well, let's get back. Yeah, I think this... we let's go back to the episode because people are going to be fed up. Like, yeah, let's oh, go talk about the Chrome model. I know. We've been <laughs> chatting about history. Like, History and language podcast by Carlin. Can you imagine a podcast where we know nothing about? We're just like, oh, we just like the. Oh, actually, that would be really. We just thought we talk about this because why not? I mean, if we have time, Lauren, we don't. How funny it would be to yeah. do like a, a mini another? Let's do another one because we don't have enough to do. Exactly. Let's yeah, do exactly. another oh, one. Oh, that would be hilarious. Anyway, okay. So, grow model. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So now we're back. 